This is WCN. The Whole Care Network. You talk. We listen. Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. Views and opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent views of the Whole Care Network. Always consult your physician for medical and fitness advice, and always consult your attorney for legal advice. And thank you for listening to the Whole Care Network. And I don't have to just be one type of race. I'm, I'm all these things. And to be able to be confident to know, like, am I black enough? Or am I white enough? Or am I Filipino enough? No, I'm all of that. I'm a human. I'm a good human, as you say. Thank you. And I want to continue to put in the work. We all have our stories, and by sharing them, we can truly show the power of the human spirit. Hello, my name is Jody O'Donnell Ames, and welcome to another episode of Gratitude to Latitude, Stories of Resilience and Hope. So while I'm speaking very calmly, I am super stoked to have my next guest with me. He is calling in from California. LA to be exact. And you know, I've never had a musician, singer, songwriter, producer on my show before. Neither have I had someone with one name, <laughs> like Prince, Madonna, Oprah, and now I do. So Honore, welcome to Gratitude to Latitude. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Yay. Hey, Jody. Thank you for having me up here this morning. Uh, I'm super excited and I'm just as stoked as you are because I'm here with you today. Can you start? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Can you start just by telling me what's on your shirt right now for our listeners? What does it your shirt love, say? Love who you are. Ah. And it's just, it's a wonderful affirmation. I tend to wear lots of shirts with positivity. More than likely, you'll find me wearing a vegan shirt or something with positivity or a print shirt. So Either one of those. <laughs> well, you know what? You just named three of my favorite things. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love positivity. And it's funny because I've just recently purchased a few uh, shirts myself. And I'd love to send you one. Um, if you have uh, something in mind, I'd love to thank you with a shirt and send it oh, thank way, you. your way. I would, I'll wear it with pride. And Prince, absolutely. Uh, yes. Let's go crazy with this. There you go. There you go. <laughs> So I have been following you for some time and the craziest thing happened. You released in February, 2021, a song called Heartbeats and Heat. And I recognize something in you. You are first and foremost, a good human. And I say that <laughs> and I'm, I'm choking up when I say it because I've talked to you several times. You eat clean, you live clean, you promote love and support. And your music and your work is an extension of that. And so I saw your music and I was dancing to it and <laughs> you promoted or just asked on Instagram, hey, anyone send me a video of me of you dancing to my music and I'll share it. And you did. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that was a wonderful introduction to meeting you. That's the beauty uh, of the internet, <clears throat> to use it in that context. I mean, there's so much other, the other stuff that we don't want to subscribe to. But I, I choose to use the internet and technology in the most positive way to connect with people around the world and to share my story, my journey with them and vice versa. So it's, it's always my honor to, to interact with anybody who supports what I do. I move in those positive circles and I, and I, and I want to stay in that. Well, I appreciate that. It's authentic. Your message is authentic and real. And especially now in these challenging times, we need human connection. We need to feel heard and understood. And it's great to be surrounded by like-minded people who want to make the world a better place. So thank you for being one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you have two albums, Better Man and Undeniable. And you promote hard work, obviously respect and your professional in everything that you do. Tell me a little bit about your experience of what does it take to produce an album? <laughs> it takes, well, it takes a lot of focus and uh, just knowing who you are as an artist. And I feel like I have, I'm continually a work in progress, but just learning who you are and, and when you're bringing stuff out into the world, does it have substance? Does it have a meaning to it? What are you trying to say to the people who are following? So it, it, it took a minute for me to really understand me as, I, as I'm growing up in this business. You know, I started very, very young and being around all these cool musical legends that I had no idea who they are. And, and I'm not going to name drop or anything, but I, I've been blessed to be able to be around some really cool people and just asking questions, being that kid, asking questions about how do you do this and how do you construct a song and what is the meaning of chords and different things. So collecting all this information. And for some reason, people have taken me, taken me under their wing to say, hey, I kind of like this kid. Let's work with him, you know, and be patient. So just learning that through my experiences. And now, as I'm on my third venture, uh, as far as albums, I want, what do I want to say now? Because it can't be the same as I did when I first started, when I was 14. You're not the same. Yeah, we're constantly evolving. And if, if it's still the same content, then for me, that's, that's a problem because as you go on in life, as you get a little bit older and you learn certain things, you know, there should be lessons learned. And to be able to use those lessons to, to help yourself, to help other people, to, to do good things. And so that's where I'm at these days. So with Heartbeats and Heat and all the, the things that I've been doing lately, I'm very proud of it. You know, I'm very proud that I've stayed close to, to my morals and my passions. It comes through my music, my interactions with people, and I feel more at ease these days. When you walk in the path of your authentic self, it's very peaceful and you can feel at ease because you're just being you. So I, I appreciate that insight. And I want to say, I know you're humble. The people that you have been excited to work with, as you said, you're not name dropping and you said you're blessed. Well, they're blessed to work with you as well um, yeah. because you are thoughtful. And, and when you just reviewed the process, what that culminated in my mind and the way that I try to do all things is with thoughtfulness, right? You look at the, from the beginning to the end of anything and how can you consistently be a good person, 
um, a good communicator, a good supporter, a good friend from beginning to end of any experience. So even this conversation, you know, just doing it with thoughtfulness and compassion and love, truly. Oh, yeah. Yes. I really, I really appreciate (laughs) that. So one of my first questions for my guests is because it's been something that I'm an empath and an intuitive and a highly sensitive person. And when I was young and I was that person, I was teased about it. And I'm going to do a post later today that being an empath is now my superpower. But when I was a child, I was teased for being an empath. So I like to share something, a childhood memory that defined you, but also parlays into who you are now and what you're proud of. So do you have anything that you can share with our our audience about a childhood memory? What makes you you? Ooh, wow. That was, that's a very good question. Ooh, so many things. Coming up as a kid in Los Angeles, one thing that really sticks out is me trying to find my identity within myself. I have five older sisters. I'm biracially mixed. Actually, tri- triracial. You're triracial, Andre. I'm black, white, and Filipino. So growing up in the 90s, trying to figure out my identity, that was pretty hard. I found, that's where I found music. I, I was kind of the guy that was really shy, still am to some degree. And I was able to express my thoughts through words, through poems, and turning those poems into songs. But that was my salvation. That was my voice. So being able to use that and to, to know like, wow, I can use this to, to gain more confidence, to do something good. And usually these poems revolved around cute girls that I liked. And <laughs> obviously, you know, I was that guy that would slide a little poem in your locker and you would never know like, who is this? You know, didn't really work in my favor. <laughs> you tried though, A for effort. I tried though. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Boy, did I try. You know? <laughs> but just knowing that music it really, it really comforted me in coming up in a home where, you know, we had a good home. I was blessed to have both my dad and my mother. I had my sisters and more of my sisters took care of me. My oldest sister, she really took care of me and became my, my, my mother. So I call her my big mama sis. Mm. And she raised me and she taught me, like, don't be a jerk. Be nice to girls. Open doors. Just simple things like that, that I still carry to this very day and I will carry on. And, I, and I'm very blessed to have that. I've always wanted a brother, but who knows what kind of guy I would have been if, if I had that. My journey was with a bunch of women and dresses and dolls all around the house and different things. So it, it's part of my journey. And to be able to accept that and to know like, you know what, this is, these are the ingredients who, who have made me who I am today as a person, as an artist, as a man. And I'm, I'm really proud about that. And I don't have to just be one type of race. I'm, I'm all these things. And to be able to be confident to know, like, am I black enough? Or am I white enough? Or am I Filipino enough? No, I'm all of that. I'm a human. I'm a good human, as you say. Thank you. And I want to continue to put in the work to speak to people who are like myself, who are multi-biracially mixed, or to feel a little awkward, or and to utilize that as your superpower. So now it's like, I'm, I'm the world. People are like, what, what are you? I'm the world, literally. And I have all these cool cultures inside of me. And I want to continue to just be more motivating and to let the kids know, like, it's okay. You don't Mm. have to do what everybody else does. Be a leader. Do you. So many nuggets there. So first and foremost, um, your sister. I'm proud because um, (laughs) when 
honestly, men who are surrounded by sisters have this, this really sweet side and understanding and are gentlemen. And so that is awesome. I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that with me. And you are enough. All of the things you are, as you said, am I enough? Am I enough for this? You are enough. And it, it reminds me of the power of finding a craft and a hobby and a love. Because there are children, and as you know, I work with children every single day. I was talking to a family today through Hope Loves Company. And these are children who are caregivers, who have a loved one with ALS. Finding something for your energy, to utilize your energy in a positive way. For me, it's dance and yoga and working out and volunteering. But for any child out there, for any adult who has a child, helping them to find something that keeps them fulfilled and joy while they're doing it, whether it's karate or singing or playing a guitar or volunteering at a pet shelter, whatever that thing is, is an important part of the process. So I respect your answer and thank you for sharing that as well. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. So I usually ask my guests for a favorite quote, song, or book that has been an inspiration. And this is the first time I've asked it to a musician. So if you want to say, you know, any one of your songs, that's fine. But I I believe that the arts have an important role in this discussion is about gratitude to latitude. How do we live each day in gratitude, even when it's hard because life is hard, especially now with everything that's happening. This last year and a half has called caused more anxiety and depression really in our nation and beyond since 9-11. Yes. This is something that has affected all of us. So where's the inspiration? Where do you find inspiration? Is it a song? Is it a book? Is it a quote? Is it a mantra? Wow. Amazing, awesome questions, Jody. Thank you. One of my favorite quotes that has stuck with me is a quote from Martin Luther King. I'm sorry, it's uh, it's Martin. And then there's uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali says, service to others is the rent that you pay for your room here in this life. Service to others. And I'm like, whoa. Like, I, I remember I was uh, I was jogging. And I, I sometimes, I, I know I shouldn't, but I'm like looking at podcasts and stuff. And I'm running and, and everything. And it was just like this documentary about Martin Luther King. And I've always been aware of who he was as, a, as an amazing boxer. But the man behind that and the struggles that he went through. And the sacrifice with his name change, with you know, the whole military and all that cool, you know, all that stuff. And but when he says service to others, I'm like, yeah, I'm a servant. I, I kind of I, I could identify with that. And I'm like, my service is to to working with people, helping people, helping the youth, helping the older generation. It doesn't matter. Helping humans. That's one of my favorite quotes of all time between him and Martin Luther King. But yeah, service to others is the rent that you pay. So it's like we are here. What are you going to do about it? And, and there's no excuses. So whatever I could do every single day to enlighten, to brighten somebody's day, to smile, to do whatever we can to help each other, that's where I'm at. So I have that quote hanging up on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> Not the desk that I'm sitting at now, but my desk in the other room, because that is how I live my life, that my rent here is service to others. So Ooh. I'm going to say it's a perfect quote to share. <laughs> I'm also wondering, do you speak. I was a big sister 
And that was an important part of my life in college, helping to inspire a young adult. Do you do anything with schools or the community where you get to really be a mentor and example? Yes, I've had the honor and pleasure to be able to to speak to students. It's so weird. Like schools will reach out to me and they're like, hey, Andre, like we we like your music. We like what you're doing. Can you speak to the kids? You know, I just recently did a, a video for the West Shores Wildcats out here in Los Angeles, not in Los Angeles, but it's, it's, a, it's like an hour away. And uh, speaking to the kids about my journey and about being positive and not being so, so preachy because I can get it. You know, I remember when I was 16, you know, you, you think you know everything, but do it in a way where it's like, look, I can relate to you. I know exactly what you've been through. Trust me, I was in the principal's office multiple times. <laughs> now that's something I didn't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was out there. I didn't want to be confined in the classrooms. I my nickname was Hollywood. My counselor called me Hollywood because I would leave school and go to Hollywood, take the bus. I'm like 15, 16 years old, go to the and go to Hollywood and just walk around and look on the the stars on the sidewalk and just be in this like like this is like where I want to be, Tinseltown. It's it's the classic Hollywood. I was really into that. But going back to the students to be able to just to talk to them and let them know my journey and to let them know like, look, I get it. There's a lot of temptation out there, especially with uh, drugs and alcohol. But I'm proud to say I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't do any of that stuff. And it, it, it's helped me keep my mind clean. And I, especially in the entertainment business, it's very, I've only met a few people who are kind of like, yeah, I feel like, a, you know, out there. But I'm proud of that. And I want to be able to celebrate that stuff and say, look, you can be cool. Now, make your own decisions, but know that there's always, you know, repercussions to the things that you do. And I just share my story with the students, you know, so I've been able to do that. I also donate a lot of my time to the uh, Fred Jordan missions out here in Los Angeles, not just during certain holidays, but I'm there all the time to help out, to help out the less fortunate, to just do whatever I can to just to be in that that circle. You can do stuff, you can read about stuff, but I'd rather choose to just use my energy to help and just say, look, I'm here if you need me. And if there's anything I can do, whether it's to, to give you a smile, because it's, it's free. A lot of the things that we take for granted are free. Mm-hmm. To look at somebody and say, hey, you know, how are you doing? Without asking anything in return. And whether they choose to say how they feel or not, at least I'm doing my, I'm putting in the work. And that's, that's the most important thing to me. The children and the organizations with whom you work are so fortunate to have you and your knowledge and your clarity. And I was just thinking that if one of these young adults did ask you, what would your advice be for guidance on overcoming adversity? Because as we know, there are some really, there's some areas in every part of the world that are struggling. Schools are struggling. Children are struggling. What would you, what advice would you have for them for overcoming adversity? Mm. To understand as much as possible that you're not alone. Because I know what that feels like. I mean, I'm sure we all to some degree. When you're in the sadness, sadness kicks in, the trauma, the drama kicks in, you start to feel isolated. Like, man, no one's here to help me. No one's here to listen to me. Where's everybody at? My parents, where are they at? Then you start to go into that, to that phase. And, and, and it's, it's horrible to feel that way. There are things out there, there's communities, there's people, there's mentors, there's things out there that 
just can give you an ear. I think sometimes just being able to voice how you feel can be so relieving. It's like rocks on your back. And when you're talking to somebody and you're, you're, you're explaining how you feel and they just listen without judgment, that's the start. And then those slowly, those rocks could be a little bit lighter. Will they still be there? Yes, probably to some degree. But to be able to let that person know, like, look, we're here. You know, I'm here. If you really want to get the help, we have the internet now. That's where you can use the internet to find out, you know, where can I get some help? And and it takes work. That's the thing. It's like, I'm, I'm compassionate to anybody who's going through something. But when you sit there and, and that's all you do, you need to put some work into it. And some people just don't know how, and I can understand mm-hmm. that. But, you know, just to let the, the, the kids know, like, look, I've been there. I know what it's like. I'm here for you. Let's meet. Let's talk about this. Let's start a plan. Simple as paper, writing stuff. Uh, uh, what do you want for your next chapter in your life? Little things like that. And then putting in the work. So it's, it's, yeah, we know, we know we can identify with the pain. We've been through it, but now it's like, what what are you going to do about it? Are you going to let that pain overtake everything, take your life? Or are you going to say, Hey, you know, I'm going to find a way. And it's, it sticks because you want to go to your parents. You want to go to the closest people. And sadly, sometimes it's not that it could be somebody else. So just finding other ways to let that person know, like you're not alone and let's do something about it. Let's put in the work. It's powerful because we all go through times where we feel we're alone. We just have to reach out. There are resources. There will always be resources. I'm right now crafting a speech to go into schools about creating resources. I was one of those children who didn't have resources. You know, I did have my mom and dad at home. um, But the being who I was, I was very different. I wanted to go to college. They had no idea. (laughs) nor did they want me to go. And a number of things that were so different, I just felt like I needed outside resources and I and it didn't quite know how to find them. So I'm just beginning to talk about that now. And it's a great reminder for, and even as parents, just to think, do our children, even in the ideal situations, do they feel like they have open communications and they can sh- express what's going on in their minds. Do they, even within a family with dynamics that there is a complete family, do the children there feel like they have the opportunity to express themselves and and have open communications? Absolutely. Especially as teenagers, because I think that's a really important part (laughs) of raising teenagers is to Mm -hmm. allow them to say what they're going to say. May not, it may hurt. (laughs) but to keep those communications open always. Absolutely. At the end of the day, people just want to be heard. Yeah. That's really at the end of it. I I always say, Honoré, that as humans, this is what we want out of life. We want to love and be loved. We want to feel respected and heard. Mm -hmm. And we want to feel like our life matters. I I concur. That we're, we're doing something that matters in this world. Yeah, I agree. So speaking of that, let's segue into what is next for you? What can we all be looking forward to if you want to give us a little hint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your buddy Andre here is working really hard. I'm working on several projects. I wanted to start the year off with a great single, which is Heartbeats and Heat, and I'm so happy. In the, in the, in the situation of the world, you know, just continually putting out good, 
product out there and fun and positive. I, I, the album is pretty much finished. It's, it's called Heartbeats and Heat as well. So I want to be able to release that album probably in the third quarter, uh, which is towards the fall this year. I'm currently working on my next single. So I'm in doing some choreography and just like really like going for it. Doing that, I'm also on this new collaboration with some, some DJs, friends of mine. I'm also working on a film project. I'm doing a lot these days. Yeah. So it's great. It's so cool. Like when you put good stuff out there and you do good, you know, for me, it's like just strip it all down. And, mm-hmm. and what you learned in kindergarten, be nice mm-hmm. to people. Treat them mm-hmm. like you want. I feel like stop complicating things. Strip it back. Keep it cool. Keep it low. Like I say that a lot. Just keep it low. Keep your humble. Stay humble. Ego's low. Keep it cool. It's helping. And I just want to continue. So yeah, I'm doing a lot <laughs> in a nutshell. I <laughs> am going to ask you, because um, I know we're going to continue these conversations offline. But I don't know if you know, I've done extra work and it's something I want to get back into at 55 years old. So get Love the movies, and I can't wait to hear more about that. And I can't wait to continue to follow you, not only as a person and as a singer, songwriter, and producer, but just as a game changer in every aspect for all that you're doing. I thank you for all that you're doing. And I want to just um, do two more things, if that's okay, because I know your time is so valuable. I want to ask you how our listeners can get in touch with you Maybe you also want to share your the nonprofit that you work with again, because I want to write it down so I can make a donation in your honor. Oh, cool. And also, you know, how we can get in touch with you. And then maybe you can, uh, we can kind of go out in, in a little, <laughs> I know it's early in LA. <laughs> if you want to share a little, a few uh, lines of one of your, maybe your, Heartbeats and heat, that would be great. And if not, that's all good too. I can sing and make everybody run. <laughs> no, it's cool. Well, well, thanks a lot, Jody. Once again, to have for you to have me, little little old me on your show, I'm, I'm honored. I, I really am. But for the people out there who are listening, thank you for, for hearing my journey, hearing my little story. You can follow me on Instagram. That's pretty much the easiest. So it's honorary music, H-O-N-O-R-E music. That's my Instagram page. You can also go to my website, which is honorymusic.com. From there, it's the H-O-N-O-R-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. From there, all of my music, my bio, my videos, my merchandise, everything is there, centralized. That's where you can go there. My YouTube channel is on YouTube. That's pretty important too for everybody. If they like what they hear, you know, to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have so much work on there. It's, it's crazy. Over the past couple of years, I'm like, wow, I've been working really, really hard. It feels nice to, to see the progression of everything that I'm... So they can definitely follow me there and subscribe to my channel. Um, if you send me a message, I'll kindly get back to you in a, in a timely fashion. I do my very best to, to respond to my followers and fans and supporters. I, I really appreciate it. it. Sometimes it's like, wow, people really like my stuff. It's very humbling. And people are like, yo, man, your stuff is amazing. And I'm like, thank you. I just do what, what's in my heart. I don't think about it too much. I try to just keep the ego low as possible and just like, mm. like what do I want to do? And with my new single, Heartbeats and Heat, you know, I really wanted to just start the year off in a good, on a good note, something electric. I, I kind of always write about things that I would like for my life. So, I, you know, I am, you know, I wanted to manifest like a love, you know, like, what does that look like? When you see two people out there, they're so in love and it's so electric and magnetic. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. 
Mm. That's my goal. So that was pretty much like the basis of Heartbeats and Heat. And I had a great time filming the video in the pandemic. We only had like, we were only allowed 10 people on set because I had a huge idea, Jody. I was like, we're going to be on the rooftops wilding out Los Angeles. Oh my Angeles. gosh. You know? Next, the next one will be there. And you know, yeah. I'm just going to put it out there that you don't have to pay me a dime to be in <laughs> one of your dancing videos. And, you know, I can fill yeah. the old person quota. <laughs> no, it's all good. You know, and, you know, just, just, it's people popping their bottles, but I'm popping my water bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, it's just, just being me, being me. But I had a great time shooting that video. It came out really well. It's just one of those things like, you know, in, in the middle of all this craziness, what can I do to to help people uh, feel good for that moment or to show them some inspiration? So And sharing that, love is a great way to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> and manifesting that and letting people know like, yeah, if you got it, keep it. Mm-hmm. If you're in the search for it, you know, keep your heart open, you know. So Heartbeats and Heat, that is uh, the current single right now. It's doing pretty, really well. The streaming services, the videos popping. I just got over, I think, over a thousand subscribers now on my YouTube channel. So that's really uh, a cool thing. I need to subscribe. I went on and checked it out, but I didn't subscribe. I always, I'm learning YouTube. It's really not something yeah. that I'm quite familiar with. That's how you can uh, support the people that you that you, you follow. Because it's important because that's how, you know, we monetize our content. Mm, and that's okay. where we survive and eat, you know? So, you know, Henri's got to get his vegan shake somewhere, but it costs money. <laughs> so it's like doing these shows and all this other stuff. So... I hear you. I have my vegan shake in the other room. There so, you go. There you go. So I just, yeah, I want to, I want to share that you really are, your whole being is an example of gratitude to latitude. You are the epitome of this conversation and of this purpose of this uh, podcast. So thank oh, you so much. Yay. I am really grateful. That's the thing. Just keep it low, stay grateful and things will come. I truly believe God and the universe has a plan for all of us. And this is my journey. You know, and, Today, Amen. he let me to be here and I'm super excited. And I know your listeners like, okay, what's up in this heartbeats and heat? Well, what's, what's this all about? So if you guys go to the video, you're going to see, you're going to see me out there doing my thing. But I'll sing a little bit of it, acapella. It's, it's a little bit in the morning, but hey, why not? You know, we live hey, once, go right? for it, my friend. So heartbeats and heat. <clears throat> the blood of my veins is pumping. I'm feeling so free tonight. The atmosphere is electric. I know that you can feel it too. The chemistry's in the air. The attitude is we don't care. And out of your mind experience, I can take you there. We're heartbeats in heat. Yeah, we're heartbeats in heat. We're heartbeats in heat. We're heartbeats in heat. Heartbeats in heat, guys. Woo! Oh my gosh. That was awesome and epic. And let me tell you, last thing before we go, I just want to share that when you sang Prince on got your tape on Instagram, in love, completely <laughs> in love yeah. with that. Thank yeah. you so much. Keep on being awesome. You are such a superstar, my friend. Thank and you. we're going to meet one day. Yes, we will. We will. All right, Honore, take care. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peace and love. This is WCN, the Whole Care Network. You talk, we listen.